Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Help, I Suck at Dating, a very special episode because we are recording live from oracle park i can't take you seriously <laughs> in san francisco we're on a little bit of a time constraint today so vanessa and i are gonna be bulldozing through this episode we've got a, a fun one we've got annalise here in the stadium with us we also have the men from how men think both dimitri and rick are going to come on and rick actually has a 13 year old son who's in eighth grade who i want to get to i want to ask he's got serious about swag he's a good looking young man i want to ask him what it's like to date as an eighth grader because obviously we're all as co-host pretty removed from eighth grade i just think it'd be fun to see maybe how it's changed we can compare and contrast how it was for us i think it's a good idea all those decades ago um but first things first vanessa how are you uh i'm good so we literally just landed came straight to the stadium so we're at oracle park right now it's my second time in san francisco um i've been to a few baseball games before when x when montreal had the expos we're trying to get them back real hard didn't they go to washington yeah washington yeah. Um, so but now they're the capitals. Now they're the capitals. So we're trying to, I mean, expos don't exist anymore. So we're really trying hard to get them back to Montreal. So I brought my baseball cap. Hopefully I won't get any popcorn thrown at me today. But very excited to be here. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been since Tahoe. Well, you um, did a lone solo episode two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you were at a wedding this past weekend. I was at two weddings this past weekend. Uh-huh. And that kind of, when's the last time? You went to a wedding. Well, well, I mean, we know that answer. <laughs> yeah, pretty recently. Um, yeah, um, I feel like after I, I went to those weddings, I love. I, I, maybe it's because we were on the show and we have that. We we're constantly in the spotlight. I just felt like I think the day I get married, I just want to have a barbecue. I'm gonna invite people to a barbecue in my backyard. Whoever shows up shows up, and they have no, they'll have no idea that it's my actual wedding day. Yeah. And then that'll be it. Like no one has to spend money on their hair. No one has to spend money on buying a dress. I've had a similar thought to that actually, but it would be a beach thing. So I mean, yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's a good way. To, w- but what about the weddings gave you that idea? 
I don't know. I think it was just, uh, it, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of uh, planning and preparation. And then even for the guests going, watch me have the most elaborate wedding after I say this. Well, you are kind of like, uh, uh, <sighs> oh God, here, is, here comes an insult. <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not an insult. You, uh, uh, how do I say this? Say it. You like nice things. Oh, really? And you, well, you like, you're, you I don't know. You I like, know. It looks like I like nice things, but. I you like to like you like nice clothes and you like to do your hair and wear jewelry. Do you not? Not really. The only jewelry I'm wearing right now is my ring that my like grandmother looking, gave like me. Looking through your Instagram, I, I see you as like a uh, like a high class. Listen, I like dressing up. Absolutely, bougie, like kind of bougie. Bougie. I know. I, I didn't want to. So not bougie. I didn't want to say. Oh, bougie, you do not know me. But like someone that likes to like celebrate uh, grand grandly. You know what I mean? I mean, listen. If we're comparing you to me, yes. But <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not comparing anything. I, mean, I don't live in a van. I live in a very nice think, part of the city. I feel like you, especially with you being like as um, in like aware of your own emotions as you are, I feel like it's going to be hard for you not to want to have a big wedding. Because I don't know. I mean, listen, I come from an Italian background and we, the weddings that we do, the baptisms, the, the confirmations, like everything is always so big yeah. and we sell, we love to celebrate. Um, and for me, it's like I want to celebrate with the people that I see on a daily basis and that's the people that I basically see every Sunday which is my family and my closest friends so I don't know this is just something that went through my head because it was a lot that day was two weddings and then the next day two weddings in the same day yes and it was an hour away they were an hour away from each other how did that end up working out? So one was a morning wedding and one was an afternoon? One was, they were both an afternoon wedding, but my boyfriend came with me to the first one, which was my close friend. And then I went to his friend's reception. So I got to meet all the rest of his friends, um, which was crazy because I think I was talking about it with Annalise, who's here. Hi, well, girl. Which we'll get, we'll get to Annalise okay, later. Okay, so yeah. she's like, I didn't know that you, were got, you and Josh were dating for a couple of months. I think people think that I've, we've been dating for longer than... Well, how, how long is Christmas? December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Nine months. July. Oh, wow, you're good. Thanks. Yeah, nine months. Um, no idea why I just said that. Oh, yeah. So I, I met the rest of his friends at right. the wedding. Right. So for me, I think it's... So let me ask you this. Being with your boyfriend, surrounded by love and weddings oh, and all these things that make you feel all these things. <laughs> yes. How does that... Did, did it, does it put things into perspective for you at all? Like, does it make you want to maybe expedite the process a little bit or get you more excited for marriage potentially with Josh I mean listen you know me I've always wanted to get married I've always wanted to have kids and I think for the longest time every time I started dating someone I thought oh this is the person for me because in my romantic head I thought if I'm dating him for sure he's going to be the person I'm going to end up with but with Josh it's such a different feeling it's a sense of, of like I feel at home with him um, and yeah, when we're at the wedding together, I'm like, I can't wait for the day where I'm walking down the aisle and I just want to see the, his face when the first time he sees me and, and those thoughts that go through my mind. And the, a, a couple of days later, he looked at me when we woke up and he's like, I'm going to marry you. That's, that's and I'm like, really Oh my cute. God, I'm going to cry. Can I ask a favor of you? Yeah. When you get married, will you, uh, invite me to your wedding <laughs> and not invite Jared? No. <laughs> that's the favor that I'm asking of you right now. Like I said, it's going to be a small wedding, so maybe no one's getting an invite. Uh, so It'll just be Josh and I. There you go. If you're listening to this, I'm going to Vanessa's <laughs> wedding, and Jared is not. You're such a <laughs> disturber. The challenging thing for me is when I get married, who am I going to invite? 
Me, duh. Because I have to continue the trend of one person can come, one person oh. can't come. So I guess it's going to go back to me not coming. I mean, as the... Whatever. I always feel like the left, the, the one man that's out of the equation. I'm going to have a wedding and you're going to be the only person in attendance. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Can I, uh, what's it called? Officiate? You can officiate. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, okay, cool. So you had the weddings. You are incredibly happy in your relationship. Very happy. But now enough about me, Dean. So we just watched the last episode of this, well, this week's episode on Tuesday. Well, so just for the listener's sake, we're recording this episode the Thursday before uh, the week after I dumped Kaylin. So we have not seen this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. But it has been teased that I returned back to Paradise this week. But again, we have not seen the episode, so we don't know exactly what happens. Um, And I can't really talk much about it. Let me just tell you this. I guess between the time of me leaving... And the time of me being teased coming back, I think I can tell you what I did. I landed in San Diego. I drove all the way to the Grand Canyon. I sat there for a couple hours, thought about things, listened to some music, listened to some lectures, read a book, drove down to Phoenix, called one of the producers and said, hey, I want to come back to the beach. What do you think? This is after how many days after you left Paradise? This was basically the same day. I think I landed in San Diego and I called them and I was like, Dude. hey, guys, I'm sad. You left and you had immediate regrets. So this is the in-between time between obviously like I think that's kind of appropriate, right? Because I left on the show and I come back next week. And so, yeah, this is the in-between time. And so, yeah, so I landed and I was really upset. And so I called them. We figured it out. I don't think I, w- I can get too much into the nitty gritty about that right now. But um, drove to the Grand Canyon, thought about things, called them. They decided they would let me come back. And so that's what you're going to see next week is me coming back, which will be fun for us to watch, I think. I don't really know how it's going to go, but my hopes are high and it should be at least entertaining, if nothing else. Um, but obviously next week after that all happens, we can talk about it in a little bit more depth. Yes, because I, I have so many questions. I actually wrote a, a draft. I was just <laughs> looking look at, at your phone. I wrote a, dra- a, a, qu- a list of questions because it's, it's so upsetting to see. And I'm such a fan of Dean uh, and you know this. Yeah. So it's so upsetting to see the self-doubt that you have about yourself and how you think someone else deserves more happiness. And I like how Kaylin puts you in your spot every now and then. And she's like, why are you making that decision for me? So I do want to get into this. Mm. But I guess we'll talk about it next week when yes. you do reappear. Hopefully she'll take you back. I do want to. I'll touch on that really quick and then we can move on to the next segment. Okay. Um, I think that this self-doubt is more of not that I don't think I have enough to offer people but just that I'm not willing to offer the things that they want to receive. Mm. You know what I mean? Why is that? Just because I just am in a mode in my life right now where I want to focus on myself and be selfish, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But I would love to touch more on that next week when we talk about that, when we're able to talk about that in more depth. Right? Perfect. Yep. Let's do um, so next up, we are going to speak with a fellow Bachelor contestant, and she's going to update us on her life because she's been dating. And it's getting pretty serious. <laughs> oh, can we talk about it? But no. <laughs> no, Vanessa, we can't. Wait, wait. We can't. Yes, we can talk about it. But before we talk about it, <laughs> Tori, the producer, is looking at me with a stank face like we can't talk about it. 100% we can talk about it and we're going to talk about it. Before we do that, though, we are going to take one quick break and then really dive into it with Annalise. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 
Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, we're back. So, Annalise. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. And you look great. You just cut your hair. I love it. I love the new look. I did a little chop. I felt like I needed a new do. Looking yeah. hot. Thanks. Well, my voice is Oh, what's going on, Dean? I took a sip. Going through puberty. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and edit that part out if we could. Uh, no, please keep that part. <laughs> All right, Annalise, fill us in. Last time we talked to you, we were in Tahoe. That was like four or five weeks ago. Something oh, like that. Yeah. Was it that short? That I th- okay. Maybe it felt it was a little like longer, longer ago. Maybe five, okay. six weeks yeah. ago. Anyways, fill us in. What's going on in your life? Um, Life has been good. Uh... <laughs> 
Are we really talking about my dating life? 100%. Right this is a dating podcast, uh, young lady. Yes, I have been dating somebody. Tell so. us about it. What's his <laughs> Listen, name? Listen, Dean loves getting, and he's really good at getting information out of people. So just warning you, whatever you feel like sharing, you can I'm definitely gonna, share. I'm going to share like the bare minimum. Great, we can't because wait. Because I'm not ready to dive in completely with details. We'll respect but, that. Um, but yeah, I met somebody and he's great. And I feel like uh, it's the first time maybe ever that I'm like, wow, I'm worthy of this kind of relationship. And it feels... Yeah, I don't know if I, th- I don't know if maybe I thought in the past that like I deserve somebody this great, and hmm. he's really amazing. Aww. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met at a time. It's a very much like when you least expected yeah. situation. It's I was. The best. It was right after doing Paradise, and I was done with men for a bit. I was like, I'm gonna just take a, br- a break from dating. I'm not gonna date until maybe the show's done airing, and then, you know, slowly get back into things. I had a couple of people that wanted to set me up with you know friends of the family or whatever and i'm like okay sure but not for a while because i'm just not ready and i'm taking a break and then i went out to bring up be a wing woman basically for a friend of mine and she started talking to these guys and then we became friends with them and then just have hung out pretty much every day since did it work out for your friend no i mean that was like she she unfortunately didn't well she actually did meet somebody but not that weekend so yeah things are good and Okay, great. So that was how long? Like six weeks ago-ish? We're cusping on two, two months Two months. Ago. Heck yeah. That's great. It's always the most interesting time, too, because like you're trying to get to know someone. You're trying to figure out what they like, what they dislike. It was also very weird because the show started airing like oh, uh, two weeks maybe mm-hmm. after. we. St- so how did you approach that with him? Because I'm sure he knew that you were from the Bachelor franchise. He didn't because he's, he's so far removed from social media and all that sort okay. of stuff. So um, That's a great sign. Yeah. So I I just said it. Like on the second time we hung out one-on-one, I, or maybe the first time we hung out one-on-one, I was like, I got to be, <laughs> be honest with you. Did you know. he know what it was? Did he know what the, ba- um, the Bachelor was? I'm trying to remember if he did. Because my boyfriend still has so many questions. He has no idea what yeah, paradise is. He's like, oh, she's on it. Why was she on it? Did she not find love? And I'm like, yeah, it's a whole Yeah, I mean, that's whole definitely thing. how the conversation was as well. But um, yeah, I think he was sort of aware of the show, but doesn't know anything about it. So and then how was it watching the show when you were on it with him? Oh, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> you, did you, did I, you like did you like disallow him? Like you just said you're not watching it or you no, didn't watch actually, it together? I have a really, really hard time watching myself back on it. So I wasn't going to watch it. And then when I found out that I was going to the reunion, I just binge watched every episode. How did you feel about your parts on the show? Um, so I actually had, I had seen my parts just because uh, I, I have friends on like the East Coast who would send me clips because I was I'd have panic attacks, yeah. like minor yep. ones before, com- you know, knowing like, OK, tonight's the night that this part airs. So they would send me my little clips and um so i got to see that uh, in real time basically can we talk about paradise for a second yeah i know it's hard to put yourself back into that situation especially now that you're you know in a good relationship Mm -hmm. what happened with the whole chris bukowski thing uh so that that was frustrating to watch back and i don't like it's always hard because i don't know exactly what i can say and not just say say, whatever you're feeling um he (laughs) he was really pursuing me that first week and they didn't really show our relationship at all and i think it's frustrating look watching it back and seeing it be shown as so one-sided because it really wasn't and he really i think struggled with that decision that night Mm -hmm. i christina sort of like came and had a conversation with him and i i think 
I don't know what was going through his head, but um, but I think he was probably thinking, oh, maybe Annalise is more serious, and so uh, I don't want to be like committing myself to her for the rest of this yeah. time. Um, but I just wish he would have had that conversation with me because mm-hmm. if he would have, he would have realized I wasn't there yet. Do, but um, do you have any resentment towards Christina for coming in and saying that? Uh. I mean, a little bit. I feel like yeah. whatever she said to Chris was the same thing she said to Blake when he was, I was hitting it off the exact with same Caitlin. situation. Basically. I feel like it was the exact same. And um, yeah, so I mean, but the thing is, is everything happens for a reason. And I am a firm believer on that. And I think that, yes, I was disappointed in the moment because I, I felt really gypped of the whole experience. Yeah. Um, watching it back, though, I'm like, my person definitely never showed up on the beach. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it is what it is. I think. I sort of went back this time thinking, oh, I'm excited to make more friends and, and be still open to the possibility of love because it sort of worked for me uh, the year before, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I was hopeful, but I, yeah, I just felt gypped so more than anything. Both comparing season to season, mm-hmm. it's hard to because you were there for a shorter amount of time this second time around, but also you, it's, it's easier to kind of remove yourself because you got less attached to someone, right? So would you say that like the first time was better or the second time was better in your experience? So, and this is another part of just editing that gets frustrating is I actually, I really, really loved how I handled Paradise this year. I yeah. felt like I went in, I was open, I talked to everyone, which wasn't really shown, but I did, there, I, I felt like there weren't a ton of options for me. Yeah. And I actually did fa- have a connection with Chris. And so it was just an easy, natural fit to just spend my time with him. But um but I, I still was happy with how I handled everything. Uh, maybe some things I would have done slightly different, but I did feel like I did Paradise the way I wanted to do Paradise nice. this year, even though it was only a very short amount of time. And to your point, like you said earlier, it's hard to look back and regret anything because you're happy now, right? So it's like exactly. everything happened for a reason, obviously. It's a, it's a good place to be right now because I feel like my perspective on all of it is just so different. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful that I met somebody who like doesn't care that I was on a dating show and you know that I (laughs) put myself in this crazy world you know I think that's a classic example of like you said it's so cliche but I really do believe that everything happens for a reason like before I went on the show I I fell in love with a guy and I thought I was never going to find love again and I thought it was the end of the world for me and then fast forward three years later I'm on the show and I get engaged and I was at, at a high and then the relationship ends and again you're back at a low and you whenever you're at that point in your life you think you're never going to find the person that you you're meant to be with and I remember like I want one episode I did uh my solo episode was girl talk and Amy was like you know I think you have to stop trying I think you have to stop wanting it so much and it's so true I I kind of just said you know what it'll it'll happen when it happens and then it happens in a way that I really never thought I was going to date someone that slid into my dms on instagram Mm. And I liked your caption on the last paper. You said, thanks <laughs> yeah, for signing in my yeah. that was And that's funny. exactly that's how it happened. So, Amy, thank you for the advice. <laughs> what? I couldn't hear you. What? She I said, Amy, said thank you for you. the advice. Oh, yes. I can give great advice. Those who cannot do, teach. <laughs> I cannot put into practice Same. anything I do, but I can give people... The best advice. The best advice. I'm like, chill. You got this. Everything's fine. Just let it come to you. The universe will take care of yeah. it. In the moment, totally that's not fine. what you want to hear, though. In and the moment, you want to hear, like... Meanwhile, Amy is not oh, chill and not... I have cried... <laughs> I have chill and I've cried the last 12 days in oh. a row. It's like, I cannot take my own advice, but I'm working on nice. it. Nice. That's Good. what we like to hear. Anyways, in progress. Annalise, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having We're me. We're happy guys. that Thanks, you're happy. Girl. 
Um, and let me say, stunning couple. Stunning <laughs> Yeah, he's couple. very good looking. We did. Yeah, you guys have both met We him. did. Yeah. We did get to see them together in their natural habitat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to see, and, and I'm not, I'm say this lovingly, I okay. hope we never see you on another Bachelor show again, <laughs> because I hope this is a relationship to end all relationships God, I hope you. so too. <laughs> um, but thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the Bachelor in Paradise reunion show in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay, cool. So for the listeners out there, we have... Two more guests from iHeartRadio's hit new podcast, How Men Think. Um, we have two of the co-hosts, Dimitri and Rick, and they are going to tell us... Well, I guess we're just going to dive into a little bit with them. But before we do that, we are going to take one quick break and then jump right into it with them. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. 
I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, so we are back uh, with two of the co-hosts of the four hosts. There's five, five. total. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. We got a full car. We have 40% of how men think here with us. We have some Facebook questions. Both of these gentlemen are married, and so it'll be nice to have yes. uh, a male's married perspective on these questions. And you're Greek, I'm so Greek. I feel like yes. we have the same mentality, same exactly. kind of way of thinking when it comes to family and life and relationships. Rick, and you're white, and I'm white, <laughs> so I think that we're going to see <laughs> eye to eye on this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we both have blue eyes. <laughs> Match made in heaven. <laughs> so we're going to get a lot of uh, perspective so it's gonna be a on this. going to be 50-50. Okay, guys, uh, before we start, do you want to tell us about your podcast real quick, just so we have like a good idea of who we're talking to? Listen, I mean, one of the biggest questions out there is from women, especially, is what men are thinking. Mm-hmm. They always, you know, you get together and you think, well, listen, this is what this guy did. This is what he said. And this is, this is how we reacted to something. How, what, what was he thinking? And it's like, stop asking your girlfriends and just ask a guy. So that's what we are. We're five guys on the How Men Think podcast that are willing to tell you exactly how guys are thinking. We don't always agree because guys think different things. But we're willing to tell you what you want to know. Well, and I think the other thing about our show is we're got, we're men at different ages, stages of our lives. Yeah. So, like, I have two kids. Dimitri has four kids. Brooks has wow. zero kids. He's just Excuse recently me. got married. Yeah, yeah, Brooks did two years so ago. It's hosted by Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw for people listening that may not know. Gavin is hilarious. Gavin mm-hmm. is he's, he's hysterical. He's fantastic. But he's you know he's a rock star and he's single, so certainly right. he brings that perspective, which mm-hmm. is. That's kind of a perspective that's hard to relate to, I feel like. Uh, not for you, I would think. Oh. You seem to have that single rock star type of personality. Yeah. Is he single? I don't know. That's the question. Uh, let's, let's jump into some Facebook questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, divert the Facebook attention question. away is from Dean me. single? Oh, look at this. This question is from Becca, and I want both of you guys to answer this as best you can. Do men still think about their first love, even when I'm in a happy relationship, in a committed relationship? Not in a I want them back way, just in a r- random, nostalgic way. So question is, hmm. do either of you... Two married men, one with two kids, one with four kids, ever think about the first woman that you ever loved? I would say yes. I mean, I, I think it's not like you're like the question saying is you're not actually using that to take over your existing love that you're in or relationship that you're in. But it's it's you're and you're not comparing by any means, but you're you're touching onto those feelings, you mm-hmm. know. And so what was that experience like? And so you, and you may be comparing it to what you're doing now or how that is. But mm-hmm. I think you're as you go through life and the older you get, you sort of reflect back on certain stages of your life. You know, what was it like in high school? What was it like in college? What was it like right after college? And, and there may be three or four different people that you fell in love with or two or whatever. And, and I think that I think it's okay to do that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. hundred yeah. percent. I think you want to you want to remember, especially that first one. I don't think you should sit there and, and peruse in your mind all your relationships or think back at them. But I think, as they pointed out, they mean, you know, not in I want them back to sort of way. I think you want to remember that special time yeah. and that special person. That, I mean, the person that and they don't even say sexually. They just say the first mm-hmm. love. So it's like the person that kicked off you having these grown-up feelings, I think that's something you definitely have to remember. One, just because it was a nice time in your life. But two, because you, like Rick said, you want to grow from that. Let me ask you this. So, obviously, you two are in love. You're married. Does the love that With you... With our wives. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, Rick and I actually love each other as well. Yes. I, agree. I think <laughs> you guys are in love respectively to your own wives. That's the, obviously what I, what I meant to say there. Does the love that you have... Because I always equate love to like a feeling, right? So, I was in love when I was 13... 
but I'm, I can be in love when I'm 28, and it's different love, but the, it feels the same way, like in my chest. You know, do you would you say that it's a similar feeling that you have that you get from it? Yeah, I'd say it's similar, but it, it certainly is more advanced. And as you grow mentally, it's like the love is different. Like you, you, ch- you probably you cherish it more, and you're more aware of what it does for you, what that companionship does for you. Yeah. When you're young. You're like, oh, yeah, I love this person. And you feel happy to be around them and they make you feel happy emotionally. But as you get older, you're like, do you Gene bring toys with you? just breaking things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, you made some good points there, dude. Well, I the other thing, I was away from my kids. He's like, he's love, here ah. dropping stuff. And the other thing I was going to add to that, Dimitri, was like there's a lot more on the table right now, right? So yeah. you're, it's, you can't be 13 or 28 and, and be goo-goo-ga-ga in love with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that you have kids that you're, you're spreading that love to as well. You know, and there's friends or and, and your wife. So I, I would say, Dean, the, the love is actually different. I mean, it, it's still a love, but it's it's a different feeling. And you can't always bring that back up. Um, and you bring that back up in certain scenarios. So like you're first born, you mm-hmm. go back, you go out on dates or you go on like a little, you know, a, a take a vacation together. Like those are things that I look back on. And those are the things that kind of bring back back some of that loving feeling. Was that a song? That was, was that Gavin's if, if song? Not, it was be. it? Jeez. No, it wasn't <laughs> Gavin's, but we'll give it to him. Plugging it um, in. And I think you're exactly right. And as you get older, life is life is tougher, man. Like when you're young and you're like, I'm in love. Yeah, we, we love whatever. Going to a concert, going to the beach. But now it's like you have bills and you have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And you need someone that can that can be your partner throughout that. And that's that's really the difference because you have more of an appreciation for the love and support that they, that they give to Evolved you. a little bit. So you're, you're both married. You're both in love. You're both happy. For our listeners who are experiencing heartbreak or who have never found love, can you say that you could fall in love more than once in your lifetime? Sure. Of course. I agree, too. I, fall, I fell yeah. in love with a girl in the airport the other day. I just, did, I just didn't Rick. get an opportunity to hang out with her. No, no, no. Rick. What a oh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> what a lucky Are we lady. taping? <laughs> <laughs> can we unplug Rick's mic? <laughs> <laughs> Just because I didn't get an opportunity to go on a, on five dates with her doesn't mean I didn't love that's her. Actually, that's actually a funny segue into our next question okay. uh, from Katie Lee. She wants to know, where can you find quality guys? Is it dating apps? Is it airports? Is it Ooh. the gym? I mean, listen, I found, guy, my, I found my boyfriend on Instagram. On Instagram. Preferably guys that aren't married. You know? Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think the best case scenario, and this is, I have my wife and I met, we met through a mutual friend. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you have somebody in common, you cut out a lot of steps. Yeah. So it, you already kind of vouch for, for the person, for both people. And so we met. She was working with somebody that started. This is a, sounds convoluted, but she was working with this girl that I went to college with who started dating a friend of mine. And then she, she was throwing a birthday party, and she said, hey, invite this guy that I'm dating and some of his friends, and I think you might like one of his friends. Hmm. And she was like, oh, whatever. I'll set this party up. And that's, that's how we met. Okay. So you're saying meet the the best way to meet someone is through mutual friends. I think that's the best case scenario. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, agree. I think that's the best case scenario, and I think Dimitri and I, our, our experience is is a little bit dated, to be honest with you. You know, and I think yeah. nowadays, if you're 25, 28, 23, I think you, whether it's through Instagram or through the Tinder app or through, you know, some of those other those apps that that people use, yeah. I, I think that's an okay way to meet somebody. Um, oh, I you know, totally and, agree. And it definitely. Um, it kind of cuts to the chase in different aspects than having a common friend. And if that doesn't work, try the deli counter at the grocery store. Oh, that's always a good one. That is, because 
you have a similar, uh, you know, have a common thread in salted meats. And see what they order. I think that goes. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Really, d- really depends on what they oh, order. Oh, Petco also. <laughs> oh, yeah. Petco. Pets. <laughs> All right, Vanessa, next question. What do you, what do you, All right, from for? Rainy. Why does a guy text you first, invite you to hang out, then leave you unopened for hours or days? I'm looking at someone specifically. When they plan time, when the plan time comes around to actually hang out, then they text you later and ask, when are we hanging out? Be, uh, this so they invite you. This okay. one's going to hurt. He's, he's not, not into, that into you. you. He's not. He's looking for better options. He's, he's at a, when he texts you that first time, he's at a moment where he's like, oh, I, I kind of want to hook up or I I'm thinking about this person. He throws, he casts the line out. You bite right away. And he's like, all right, well, she's on the line. Let me see what else I can do. Mm. Let me see if there's other people out there. And then he, that part bypasses. And I'm not saying this is the right thing to do, but this is what's happening in that situation. That time bypasses. And then he's like, oh, and he's like, but I, gotta, I, sh- I don't want her to be mad at me. Let me throw it out there. Hey, when are we hanging out? I totally agree with Dimitri. Or and it may not be that they're hanging out with another person. I think they're just looking for other things to do. Yeah. You know, in that meantime, oh, yeah, I was going to go to the ball game with my friends or I was going to go on a bike ride or you it know, could be one of, those, one of those things, too, where you but, like you text someone to hang out when you're bored and then you're not bored anymore and you right. like, don't really want to hang yeah. out with them. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the time to hang out with them comes around. You're like, actually, I'm not bored. anymore. Right. Bottom <laughs> line is you're not a priority, priority. to him where he's yeah. like, I absolutely want to hang out with you and I'm going to jump at the chance to hang out with you. That's, that's so but you're also saying tell the girl not to be too easy because the guys want they want to chase. They do want to chase. I, but in this situation, if that happens, I think you move on to a different guy. Next. I don't think that's... Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next question is from Megan. She wants to know, if a girl were to offer it up on the first date, would a guy always bite on the chance to sleep with her? No, not always. I think we talked about this recently on, on How Men Think. I, I think, yeah, there's... And I think Rick's going to disagree with me because he did that day as well. But I think... <laughs> I think, yes, a guy obviously will want sex, but when it comes down to if he sees himself with a, with, has a future with this person, he may be hesitant. He may not want to rush into it. Why? Mm. Because he, he doesn't want to... Number one, as you said, we said just a few minutes ago, there's something about the chase. There's something about exploring that time and taking baby steps in a relationship. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to interrupt you real quick. I'm sorry. Because I'm trying to think of my personal experiences here. And I've gone into dates before where I'm like, no matter what happens, I'm not giving it up. Not, nothing's going to change my mind. And I get into the, to the, to the zone. Date's going well. It gets offered up. And nine times out of nine... I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying that's, 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 I'm biting and I'm taking it. You yeah. Know what I mean? And how many of those girls have you married? <laughs> okay, it's a good point, but still, he's only 28. That, but that's the point. So yeah, of course you're doing that. But when you and, and don't get me wrong, I know people that that went on a date, first date, had sex, and they're happily married yeah. with kids. It's possible. Yeah. But in some guys' minds, you don't. When you think about settling down and you think about somebody being the mother to your kids, you don't want to think, "Oh, she was just she was just giving it up." Yeah. Power. If you have that special mm. connection, great. No, I, but I, think I don't, like, I don't are, know if I are totally disagree with you again, Dimitri. This is a common 100%. theme. Every show that Dimitri and I are both on, I disagree <laughs> with everything he says. Yeah. Yeah, I disagree too. I mean, I'm I'm coming from the perspective. So that basically, if you want to have sex, go out with Amy. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I'm coming from the perspective that if the date's going well and you're getting along with this girl and then you get to the certain point of the, of the date then and everyone's kind of ready to play, then let's go. I agree I mean, with that, that's too. That's kind of the point. I feel like the older Not you the get, point, you don't have to make excuses for the decisions that you make in that, at that time. That's true. So if I want to... With I'm not going to explain when or how my boyfriend and I, the first time we had sex, but Ooh, that's a good episode. Though. I we mean, we're not going to get days. into that. Um, but if he would have stopped talking to me 
for me, that's not someone I want to be with because I want to be with someone who respects my decisions. And if I'm making those decisions based off of what Vanessa wants to do, then that's the person I want to be with. Not because they're going to be judging me if, you know, I'm sure if, you know, I'm sure guys have slept around the first, and it comes down to like, um, what's it called? Like what a guys are allowed to do versus what girls are allowed to do. Yeah. No, would you be fine? So would you be fine if, if you knew that your boyfriend had sex on every first date he went on? Would that be, you're okay? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't think anything As different, long as like, he's using protection. Right. Okay. Let me, let yeah. me say this. If, if a guy and a girl go on a date and they sleep together and that's enough of a reason for the guy to stop talking to the girl, then that guy is not a girl that, that or that's not a guy that the girl wants to date anyways. Well, that's you know true, I mean? but I don't mean stop talking. I just think in in, in a... In, in that scenario of would you have sex every time it was offered up, I wouldn't. And when I was in college, there were times that I could have had sex, and I didn't because I didn't, one, I, didn't, I knew I didn't feel that way about that girl, and I didn't want her thinking that I did. So, but granted, keep in mind, I've been married for 14 years, so times change. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, at Rick's in my age, if you can have sex, you have it. With anybody. <laughs> no, like, oh. Again, Rick. Or anywhere. <laughs> Who plugged his mic back in? <laughs> Okay, next question is from Ashley. Would you get engaged if you didn't have the money for a nice ring slash the ring your fiancé wanted? So let's say my boyfriend and I were getting married. and I, For me personally, I don't care. Um, I was actually at a... I, I was. I was at Burke's yesterday, and um, I was shopping around, and the woman was like, oh, come look in the engage, at the engagement rings. And I'm like, how much is this? She's like $60,000. I'm like, $60,000? Because it's called an engagement ring. You can find like, the same ring somewhere else. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I, for me, it's just, it's crazy that the guy has to spend that much money. I mean, of course it's pretty, but, um, I think why not spend the money you know, spend all, spend the money on what you could afford and then save it on a house or save it for your children's education. Well, that's exactly what I did. So I knew that I wanted to propose to my now wife. And at the time I said, I don't, we don't have endless amounts of money, but I knew I wanted to propose and I knew we were ready to get married. So um, I bought a ring that I could afford and I proposed. And then somewhere down the line when we were doing better in our lives and we had more money um, for an engagement, I surprised her and I took her and we took the stone from that original ring and she picked out a new band and we put that stone in. So it still has the original stone, but Aww. then she had a much nicer ring. An upgrade. But, yeah. Why? I mean, because you don't have enough money, you're going to put off getting married. I didn't see yeah. that. As yeah. yeah I, don't, I agree with you, Dimitri. And I, I also think you, that's something you can build upon. So like you have a, you have a diamond or you have a, a stone that you like, and then you can make a bigger, better one as soon as you, you know, as you move on. Yeah. So three months salary thing. St- is that still a thing? It's supposed to be three months pay. Really? That's what I heard. That's very old timey. Oh, is I, I, it? We'd have to like get people to tell us if that's still a thing because that is just super from. Well, how much timey. does a ring go for? Because I, when I heard sixty thousand dollars, that's high. I, thought I that think that was, was really pre eBay, Easton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you can hook them up on Craigslist. Yeah. Twenty thousand dollar ring is pretty common, uh. but you could get a great ring for five thousand hmm. dollars. The trick is like with with property. Find someone that's going through a bad divorce and they're willing to sell it for cheap. And just buy that one. <laughs> I mean, if you don't care about car, like you know, bad uh, mojo or whatever, just do that. Stop by like a Goodwill or something, maybe a thrift store. There you go. It's a good spot. But okay. don't you think it's the the design and not necessarily the size of the, of the oh, stone? Oh yeah, or, yeah. It's, I it's saw what this. You, I saw this want. woman now that I'm like I'm always looking at women's hands to see what their rings look like. So I'm trying to get an idea. And I saw this woman. The di- the diamond wasn't big, but it was it was so original. It was um like a teardrop or a pear a pear shape with like little baguettes on the side 
Um, but the diamonds were very, very small. But it was so original and beautiful. Yeah, some that's cool. Some people find it just a diamond band. Like, it just depends who you are. Yeah. But that should not be a reason to not get engaged. Like, that is yeah. that bleep yeah. crazy. Come Listen, on. my engagement ring was big. Neil Lane, thank you. It was Vanessa, too big. It was too big for Next me. question. Tell me, wait, tell me mouth, the truth. You can't mouth answers on a podcast because we can't see what you're saying. <laughs> didn't yeah. love that ring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was too big for me. Dean, you kind of, when she was describing the ring, you kind of shuddered for a second. When you heard baguettes, were you thinking carbs? Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> I don't want to. Baguettes. That's yeah. right. I want, I want baguettes on my ring for sure. <laughs> okay. Lisa wants to know if guys get insecure. She says, uh, do they ever feel like a girl might be too good for them? So that's why they won't approach a girl or swipe right on the app. What do you guys think? I think so too. Yeah, I think I think they there is guys a weird, definitely get insecure. They have like a weird yeah. inferiority complex. I think sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here with you, Johnny Handsome. I, I mean, how do you not feel? Come on. A little insecure. Come on. Do you guys not like it if a woman is more successful than them? I personally love it. So what's funny actually is this girl that I dated a little bit last year for um, some time is a very very successful commercial real estate agent. And she says, and she's a beautiful girl. And she says she goes on dates frequently, right? And she meet, would meet all these guys, and she like makes like five times as much money as they do. And all of them would like shy away from her for it. But I was like, that's like literally one of the sexiest things you could possibly tell me. Like that's so sick that you're like a determined, successful, like driven person. Obviously, I heard a lot of guys are getting insecure by her telling them that. My wife is the CEO of a company of a, of a big company. Wow. And to me, that's that's hot. I think that's hot. And I like I don't I don't want her being like, oh, how was work? Like she. She is brilliant. She went to business school, and I think that's a turn on, and, and I have zero insecurities about that. Because if they're putting that much effort into their work, they're gonna, they know what it takes to have something successful, so that can translate into a marriage as well. And she knows how difficult it is to be a co-host of a podcast then. <laughs> it is very challenging at times. <laughs> Rick, what do you think? Uh, I think it's, I, I, I don't get insecure about that, no. I think it's actually a, a huge accomplishment if, if the woman... Or the significant other actually is very successful. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a turn on. I think it's. Um, I think. I mean, why would you want to have s- or, or feel insecure about somebody that's working their own tail off? Yeah. In, and it's great. Yeah, I think it's uh, great. And in general, I mean, when we did our podcast from Tahoe, Rick did it in a speedo, so he doesn't get insecure that's about hilarious. many things. <laughs> that, that comes with so, a lot of. I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah. 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 Well, no, I do because I saw him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it's impressive. Yeah, well. Because a lot of practice. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, so we have one final segment. And mm-hmm. Rick, obviously, with your blessing, we want to get Peter on. Oh, the he, okay, possible. so Peter's your son. Yes. Extremely handsome. Thank you. He's in Thank grade you. eight. Eighth eight. grade. So Peter and I, and well, I guess all of us met Peter on the elevator. And I swear, I was like, this kid's like 18. He must be a senior in high school or something <laughs> like that. He shakes my hand. He literally folds my hand in half because he's got the strongest <laughs> grip I've ever seen. <laughs> Blown away by this kid. When I was 13 years old, I was like the l- biggest loser in the world. And this kid has something that just no other kid has. So we're going to talk to him a little bit and see what dating as a 13-year-old in eighth grade is like nowadays for I us. actually thought he was a child actor when, when <laughs> in the elevator. I was like, oh, what movie are yeah, you Yeah, he's so good looking. If you, so people who do know about the Bachelor franchise, he looks like a mini Robert Graham. Yes, that's what you said. I, I could. I, I no, I could definitely see it. it's the nose, it's the lips. Peter, do you want to say hi? Very good looking. Hi. Thanks for saying that. So, <laughs> Peter was pulled from class early today. He was taking a history test, but we pulled him out to bring him to this podcast. Peter, what is it like for you to be dating as an eighth grader? It's very awkward. Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. You do. Oh. Rick, did you know about this? What? How many girlfriends? Uh, I do. I did know about this. One. Yes. One. I like that yes. answer. Um, why is it weird to date as an eighth grader? Because like you're everybody's going through puberty and it's <laughs> you can be at different stages. Okay. Uh huh. So how did you and your girlfriend meet? School. 
And how long have you been dating for? You have to talk into the mic. Two years. Oh, oh wow. That's a long relationship. That is a very You've been long dating for two years? I've only known for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have you guys kissed each other yet? No. Okay. Okay. Playing it slow. I respect that a lot. Rick, how old were you when you had your first kiss? I was in first grade. Get wow. out of here. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lie, he said. Swear to God. It was weird. Uh, now looking back on it, it was, it was I was in first grade. Nikki Webb, early bloomer. Yeah. Wow, you remember her does, name too. Does Peter yeah. ever come to you for advice? Um, not now. No, <laughs> not not anymore. Maybe <laughs> in the future. future. No, yeah, I think in the future we'll we'll talk. We'll have the the, the sit down. But okay. um, yeah, I mean, most of the advice that he's going through, uh, you know, he talks to his mother about. You know, in terms of the girlfriends and stuff. What is what is it like with the relationship? Do you guys text each other? Do you talk on the phone? Is yeah. it you only see each other at school? We text each other. And school. Okay. And at school, yeah. So there's not a lot of FaceTime going on or hanging out not in person? Really. Well, one time we FaceTime and we um, fell asleep on the FaceTime. Then my mom got cute. super mad at me. Oh, wow. That's really romantic, though. That is Falling so cute. Falling asleep on FaceTime? I think that's cool. I used to do that. Why not FaceTime, but I used to do that over the phone all the time. Why was she upset? Because I woke up at 12. Oh. And they were also, they didn't have a lim- like a, they didn't have a minute. They the, a minute the data was so, all yeah. used up. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. So what is it about this girl that you like a lot? personality yeah you guys mm-hmm. have a lot in common yeah like what exactly like sport you guys like we're sports? both very allergic to bees oh that's okay simpler times <laughs> Dimitri, you were saying it man simpler you know the older yeah. you get the more it takes but yeah when you're in eighth grade all it takes yeah, is a bee allergy that, listen you, you, you want to avoid bees me too <laughs> let's go hang out together yeah, yeah. not near honey <laughs> um are you do you see it lasting until you guys go to high school or through high school and all that kind of stuff is maybe this, do you think bees she's the one I don't know. Um, He's only 13 the one. years old. The one. Yeah. The one. The Look one at you. At you. Don't ask somebody at that age about the one. We should be asking you. I'm just trying to get to know him and his girlfriend a little bit better. Oh, okay. But so you don't know yet. That's that's no. at the end of the day. No. When are you going to kiss her? Are you, do you have any plans to kiss her? I feel like it has to come in the moment. Yeah. So how mm-hmm. does someone at thir- you're 13? Mm-hmm. How does a 13 year old decide this is my girlfriend? Like what Ooh, makes it your girlfriend? We just talk about it. Like I think it's through time. Okay. Just get to know the person. So you guys were talking about it for a while, and then eventually mm-hmm. you were like, let's just be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And so if she was like talking to another boy, you'd get probably pretty jealous then, yeah? Not really. No? Oh, that's, I like the confidence. That's healthy. Yeah. That's good. I don't know where he gets it from, but. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Well, hey, Peter, thanks for sharing about the relationship. Yeah. Um, we wish you nothing but the best. Obviously, I guess it's a little too early, apparently, to be asking her if she's the one. Asking well, listen, they, it's I two d- years. I, I think for sure, like, because do you know what it takes? Do you know when you know the one? Yes. You do? No, Whoa. I don't know. Oh, but that's my point. He's 13. Like, he shouldn't even be thinking yeah. that. Okay. But yeah, okay. Peter reveal, are they Insta-official? Isn't good that a oh, yeah. determiner? Are you Insta-official? What? Have you posted it a means, picture? Did you post a picture on your Instagram? No. No. Oh. So, what preliminary stage. What are you waiting for? Well, I don't know. Is that a true thing? Like, do if are you actually officially dating when somebody posts the picture of the other person that you're dating? Then you'd get bullied. Oh. Then you get bullied. No. Why would you get bullied? I don't know. Because you're being too romantic? Yeah. Oh. Uh, And it's eighth grade. And what? And it's eighth grade. And it's eighth grade. Maybe wait till high school for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listen, Peter, when you want to know more about girls, I know you want to ask your dad, just listen to the How Men Think podcast instead. (laughs) He he doesn't allow me to. But at the, because you're not ready. (laughs) But when when it's time, I would rather you have, you know, balancing, you know, thoughts as Uh opposed to just hearing, because I know what your dad thinks about stuff. It's okay. Listen to the group. Okay. <laughs> or maybe listen to Help I Suck at Dating, too, in conjunction yes, with yes, how yes, exactly. Think, you, know? you can get a, you get a good dichotomy there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, we got to wrap it up because we are going to go watch this baseball game. Thank you guys for joining us on this Pete, episode. Are you ready for your big moment? Yes. I'm actually singing the national anthem tonight. <laughs> but for some weird reason, they're letting me do that. I don't know why. Are you really? No, I'm just bringing oh. the ball out to the pitcher. I don't know exactly what's going on. It's not just bringing the ball. That's, pretty, that's a big deal. <laughs> are you throwing the pitch in that's or you're awesome. bringing the ball out? I think I'm bringing the ball out. I did throw the first pitch out at the Angels game actually a couple months ago, which is pretty cool. <laughs> did you throw a strike? Uh, right down the middle. Nice. I hadn't, thrown, I hadn't thrown baseball in like a decade, and I was—I didn't practice at all. I threw it right down the. That's perfect. Right down the pipe. Which is better than most of the Angels pitchers are doing right now. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, big thank you to Hotel Via for hosting us. Hotel Via is a new boutique hotel in San Fran's most dynamic neighborhood. The rooftop at Via Hotel is Via's three thousand square foot rooftop lounge that delivers some of the most stunning and dramatic scenery in San Francisco. Located across the street from the iconic Oracle Park, the most beautiful ballpark in America, and a half mile from the state-of-the-art Chase Center. Hotel Via is at the epicenter of the best. In it is San a beautiful Francisco. hotel. And I actually had the food. I had uh, I dined already, so the food's amazing. Their croissants are great. Their salads are amazing. So big thank you to Dimitri and Rick. Dimitri and Rick. Check Make sure to check out their podcast. How Men Think. It's on iHeartRadio. And you guys are killing it, right? I remember your first episode had like was like the number one rated episode of all or something like, like ever. I mean, what are numbers? Well, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> I mean, well, you, well thanks you for having us on. Humble, yeah, no. thank you. Sob, you know that? What's a number? <laughs> oh, the most listened to podcast in history. Ah, it's just. No, I always kind of reflect on it a little bit. I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm at a stage in my life where like I don't really give a. Yeah, you well, know, it's like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to share. That's the trick. Then. Stories, how I feel, and and I think that's kind of the whole point of the show. As you know, how men think. As long as you're having fun doing it, that's yeah, it's great, it's fantastic. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Big thank you to Annalise Puccini as well for joining us. Um, And we will talk to you next week. We'll give you some paradise updates. Hopefully, we'll all be together next week. I think we might be. Well, you'll probably be from from my bedroom. Yeah. Anyways, be sure to tune in next week where maybe we will suck a little bit less. Follow Help by Socket Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.